What's up, Bone Ponies? We back here again with another great episode. Before we delve into that, though, I want to introduce my fellow tendies that are, you know, dipping around out here. Steve, we're dipping around and getting ranched up with the tendies. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Cody. <laughs> All right. And, and I am a part of Tabletop Totality. Yes, and I am. Um, I am also part of Tabletop Totality, as is Neil, who I do not believe introduced himself. But well, that's Neil. I was just about to introduce myself, Steve. Jeez. Well, jeez, I'm really up on the wrong footing. Here. I think we probably should have met about this beforehand. That's yeah, what that probably I was thinking. Yeah. How to go? Yeah, mm. you know, it's like what, what, what each of us wanted to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I be- and like I even like, like if this was like episode one, we could have called that like like episode zero or yeah. like something like that. Like, yeah, we could have almost- used it to like figure out how to not make each other upset because it seems like you're getting a little bit a little bit frustrated <laughs> yeah. with me right now, and you know, could have could have worked that out. And, almost uh, and, uh, like what you're calling an episode zero, Cody. That would that yeah. would have been really yeah helpful. yeah. I think so. I think that would be the thing to do, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just so that we're all on the same page and we know, you know, think- kind of like what this is going to be about. Yeah. I think episode you know? zero though, sounds off. I think it should be like session zero. I mean, that sounds like, I mean, session zero sounds more like you're prepping for a, you know, like a tabletop RPG session thing than anything else. That's what but... we do here, Steve. Yeah. Everything's tabletop totality. That's what we do here. I'm aware, but we're doing a podcast and we're not playing a game. Cody. Well, anyways, contrary to popular belief, we're going to be talking about the importance of Session Zero. Um, so important! Of, it's very important. Yeah, all of your, pretty much, any tabletop RPG should have a Session Zero, not mm-hmm. just Dungeons and Dragons, frickin' anything. Call of Cthulhu, Session Zero. Uh, you know, Simperoon, Session Zero. The one ring when that comes out to the mass public session zero. Yeah. Um, soon. Soon, yeah, my friend. Soon. But, uh, and we're just going to kind of be talking about the importance of it. What is session zero? How do we do it? How, you know, we want to know how you do it. So make sure you leave that in the comments below. And then we'll all do it together. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll It'll just be fun. do a big group session zero. And yeah, for everyone. Happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure um, all of you folks at home listening in, listening in, I you know I have a little bit of a, a stutter I guess today. Um, he's tired, folks. He's, yeah, he works. You know, yeah, Neil works hard. <laughs> I'm trying. Tired. I try so hard. <laughs> um, but pretty much, if you're interested in anything tabletop rpg related especially when it comes to dungeons and dragons fifth edition but you feel like you know the normal sword coast isn't meant for you and your group well guess what we got some awesome adventures using you know dnd fifth edition open gaming license that we were able to create um adventures npcs monsters items all of it, our own original content created in 
into adventure modules. So we make pre-made adventures. You can get them all over on DriveThruRPG. If you would like to also support us on Patreon, if you hit our $5 tier limit, anytime we release one of those modules, you actually get it. Um, so you can save a little bit of cha-chang that way um, while supporting us the whole way through. Uh, any small creatures we drop, you'll also be getting them. And then races, classes. Um, when it comes to classes, if they're spellcasters, we sometimes make our own traditions. All of that is behind that $5. So you're going to want to check out our Patreon and uh, then, of course, you're here on our YouTube. Well, guess you, you're out about. You can't be watching a YouTube video. Guess what? We're on wherever you get our pod, you know, your podcast. So Spotify, yep. iTunes, anything like that. We go right through Anchor, and it mass distributes all of our podcast episodes. So make and sure you check them out. And we do have – I didn't mean to cut you off there, Neil, but we do <laughs> have um, – sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we do have listener support activated, uh, on our anchor. So if anybody would like to, um, help us in that way, that would be greatly appreciated. All of our money right now has been going into our projects. Yep, right and, um, when I'm talking about the, you know, Neil was talking about the adventures we have on drive through RPG. We have 11 currently, and most of them are free or pay what you want. And then there's only three titles that are behind a paywall. Um, one of them is for the Apotheosis role-playing game system, uh, which we called Cold Iron. Yep. And then our most recent one is Terra and Porticala, which has four, count them, oh, four adventures, four. full adventures set in our uh, our world of Dracuba, specifically Porticala, yep. um, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And we, we, we tried to make it spooky, Halloween-y. Lots of uh, lots of really good monsters in there. But... Spooky season never ends, folks. Lots of scary ghosts. Ends. Year round. Yeah. You can always be spooking at the table. Indeed. Forever. And then, one last thing we have. Steve, who makes a lot of our little Kurgan heads and all, all of our little art like that. And even some of our bigger monster art look out for him he also does all of our merch art so if you mm. like any of our kurgans if you you know you want to be a certified bone pony we got yeah. we got stuff like that all the way over on our uh our merch you can get a nice t-shirt nice hoodie you know it's getting to be these colder weather so you maybe want a long sleeve to layer underneath your jacket you know who knows yeah we Bundle up, right ponies. Stuff. Nobody wants yeah. to hear you rattling. Exactly. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And the links to all that is on our website, uh, tabletoptotality.com, uh, which has a link to our merch store as well as our YouTube and our Patreon and all the other and, ways that you can support us. And the stable below, man. I will put everything in the stable below. Yeah. There you go. There so. you, bone ponies. All right. One more way. Let's get into this bad boy. Session zero, do's, don'ts, everything yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Everything. I think we should probably talk about what is a session zero. Do people yeah. know? I don't think a lot of people open up the the DMG and and you know think that they need to go have this meeting, this prior mm-hmm. meeting with their players. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really helpful. Yes, and it just makes sure that everybody is aware of the world that you're creating. 
aware of your limitations, what, you know, maybe, maybe dwarves don't exist in your continent or, or, um, maybe everybody can see in the dark where you're from, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's, there's different things that are going to be specific to your story that maybe it's beneficial to, to lay out for your players. Mm-hmm. And it's beneficial not only just to get them on the same page, but it's beneficial because they're also going to take inspiration from what you are laying out and then use that towards the creation of their of their characters. And I find that that really helps because then their characters are kind of built for your world. Whereas other times you might say, hey, I need somebody to bring a character. They come with their character from some other game and they have the complete opposite uh, agenda or anything, you know, they just, they're not compatible with your world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really the session zero is helpful for that. What do yeah, you guys abso- think? I, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah. The importance of a session zero is like really, really huge. Um, and it's weird because uh, Dungeons and Dragons specifically, like they didn't really talk much about it until they released uh, Tasha's. Uh, Tasha's has a whole section on Session Zero and explains in detail about it. And I've been looking at other games, other tabletop games recently, and a lot of them in their core rulebook have like a Session Zero thing in it that says like, here's what it is, here's what you should be doing, here's what you should be discussing in your Session Zero. So it's like a lot of other games outside of D&D are like, you should have a session zero and here's why and here's what it should be here's what it should explain um and it's like yeah it's it's a good it's a good time to like figure out what your players are want to get out of the game more than anything it's like it's sort of like not just like to set up the world which is an important thing you should be setting up your world explaining what's present in the world what 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 options the players have what options aren't available to your players but it should also sort of be a time for you to explain and go through like you know, what kind of content do you and your players want to have in this game? You know, what kind of things, you know, what, yeah, because... what, is, everybody, what is everybody comfortable with? You know, what, what like, how, like, like things like that, because there are things that might make people very uncomfortable and might, and, and if people are uncomfortable at your table, that's not fun. So, like, you shouldn't yeah, be trying I... to take fun away from players by inserting, like, like, you should know what players aren't comfortable with before you start even playing so that you can sort of set the tone for the game overall or see if that person is even, uh, is even fit or, like, is a right fit for the game. Yeah, and, and I think that's, it's important because these games are, they are a social contract, essentially, mm-hmm. because you are sitting down to play something collaboratively with your friends, with your group. And, you know, as, despite what a lot of people might think, you're telling that story together. You mm-hmm. might have been the one that created the world as the dungeon master or the overlord, but your player's input and their interaction with the world is what makes the game happen. Mm-hmm. So you want everybody to be at the table to have an agreement, you know, a sort of a social agreement as to what is going to be going on because life's too short to be stuck in shitty D and D campaigns. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> like we we recently just had a video, uh, Crispy's Tavern hooked us up with a video. Um, we sponsored them for a video. And they gave us a shout out. And some of the horror stories on that man's channel, yeah, just blow my mind because yeah, I don't know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have put up with it at all. Mm-hmm. And some of these people go on for a long time. I mean, I guess I just maybe I don't have patience. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, session zero is super important. 
important. And like Steve was saying for, you know, that, that comfortability too, you know, what, what people are comfortable with, because you might have a horror campaign in mind, you know, and it could be graphic or the, the themes could be very um, violent and you could have somebody who's experienced a trauma or just doesn't like it or is upset by it. And you would avoid making that person upset at your table, you know, several sessions down the line by having this introductory session yeah, where you could kind of lay out, Hey, this is the story I'm kind of thinking of. And you don't yeah. have to spill the beans on everything. You have to give away all of your, your plot, but at least just say, Hey, listen, you know, you guys both play in my Axia game. And, uh, you know, I approached Neil, not so much Steve, you joined in later, but yeah, yeah, you know, Steve. I did approach. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I approached you and I said, "Listen, this is kind of like this is what the game is. You know, there's a big war going on, and there's there's all these things that are happening. Yep. And you, if you're going to make a character, I want you to keep all these things in mind. Yep. You yeah. Know? So, like, just to just to go off that, I I think sometimes even even if you're a player, you should be pushing to have a session zero because you are going to make a character that is 10 times more invested into the world, more, more in enveloped into the world than you will. If you'd never talk about it and you just come to a table and say, yeah, I had this cool idea. Like I have this cool mechanical idea, but now your character doesn't fit in there anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. I, I'll tell you straight out, and a session zero also isn't just one session. Don't don't get that confused. It's just a simple meeting, but that branches off into many other things. So mm-hmm. Cody, when he was talking about the one game called Toleraxia that we had, we had played, the one campaign for that, which is a D and D five E campaign that Cody had created, um, we had a session zero, and he was like, "Yep, this is it. There's." You know, it's constant war, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that was about it. Like, it didn't go into any aspect of what we were doing as players, what our overarching thing was. It was just, yeah, I have this cool idea to put some players into this, you know, constant war state and see what happens in there. And we were like, awesome. And it was not until, you know, Cody gave a little bit of history on it, a little bit of lore. And then I asked him about certain parts of that lore. We had several conversations down the road about, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And he would say, oh, yeah, that could work. Or maybe we, maybe you want to know about this group that I didn't mention to anybody else. So now I have information. My, you know, my player's background has information that other players don't have. You're going to miss out on all that if you don't do a session zero. And that was that was similar to the other players in my in that Correct. game because yeah. they all approached me at different times and were like, hey, you know, my character has this backstory like would they know anything different or would they have anything different or, you know, the, for one, for instance, one character was in the Feywild for, for like a hundred years. Yeah. Um, and I really use that, like how it, it's affected him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, you know, it's important to kind of get all that stuff out in the open. And it, Neil's right. It doesn't have to be just one session. You don't have to just get together and hang out and talk about your game. Yeah. But, you should at least get together at some point and kind of see where everybody is thinking. And you, you don't yeah. have to, if you want certain things to be a surprise, that's fine. But 
you know, at least get an outline so your that motifs, you all have your a theme. general idea. Yeah, right. all of that should be spoken out. It's like it's like when you go out, you're going to get a new game. And you you're gonna you're gonna look at the back. You're gonna read what it's about. You might look at you know a couple reviews maybe about it or the overarching thing, but you don't want to really see gameplay or something like that. That's what your session zero should be. It should just be a conversation of this is this is the arc that I'm looking to do. This is yeah. the type of story uh, you know I want to tell with you at my table. Yeah. And, you know. And yeah. that's where I feel like a session zero comes in. Yeah, it also comes to an aspect of player to player. So you make sure you can have, you know, a good way to have fun at a table is to make sure your your party's balanced. You know, you don't unless you're playing a specific way where you want all tanks or all squishies, you know what I mean? But that's a conversation you can have at the table. Yeah. And I mean, it also, yeah, it also helps set, like I was saying, it helps set ground rules uh, at the beginning. Like I, like I wasn't there for session zero, but I know that one of the, one of the ground rules that Cody set, and I, I don't know if you said it at session zero or if you said it later, is that there aren't any Warforged because you have a specific reason, like an in-world, an in-world lore reason for why there aren't Warforged. And I know that there's been people that have, there's like at least one person that's tried to come in to be like, I want to play as a Warforged. And you're like, no, I said, I said at the beginning of the game, there's no Warforged in this world for a very specific reason that has to do with the story. Yeah, and it's just like that's I, that's I, why you have that's why you have a session zero is that you yeah. have that rule out there to say this isn't allowed in the game because of I have a specific reason for why I don't want this in the game, and whether that's you don't like the like it could be something like I'm the dungeon master, I don't like this race, so it's not anywhere in the game. Or it could yep. be like I have a, or it could be like Cody's reason. It's like Cody likes Warforged, but there's a reason story-wise for why there aren't Warforged in that universe. Right, and, and, and it's, there's, like, it's the same reason sense. why there's no. It's the same reason why in that world there's no firearms. There's yep. yeah. no like it's because the war. Like I envisioned, I basically envisioned the Hundred Years' War between England and France, yeah. but it all happened on like basically an island the size of Ireland. Yeah. yeah, like what would happen if they were just stuck and they had no other outside contact? Yeah, and so basically the war is getting bad, and it's mm-hmm. getting to the point where, like, a lot of the magic users have been killed off, like in the in the first several years of the war. So there's not really a lot of powerful spellcasters, but technology is now taking the forefront, mm-hmm. and things are getting you know. I mean, you guys are building an airship. Yeah, <laughs> you're building like a, and then you've already seen a teleporting ship. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, technology is getting a little crazy. And but Steve's right. In the very beginning, I said, "Listen, like, there's no firearms, there's no Warforged, and it's because there's no Muppet born. This right, there's no Muppet born. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> and you know, I was also the same way with with deities and stuff too. I said, "Hey, listen, you can pick different deities, and you can do all this, but ultimately." There is an yep. eldritch pantheon that created this world. Yep. And those gods would be above your gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they could be servants of them. They could be opposed to them. We could work that out. However, mm-hmm. you know, however it had to happen. But, you know, I just right. said this is this is the rule because it's the whole story, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and like I joined, I joined the game kind of late, and so I wasn't there for the session zero. And it's like, I, so, but when I made my character, I was aware of stuff that had gone on in that game because Cody had been talking to me about it for like a year before I joined it. And it was like one of the things, like I've I've started making like tieflings are like my main go to race for making characters. 
I know in the lore of Cody's game that there's like eight tieflings in the whole world. So I was like, I'm not going to make a tiefling. I'm going to make something different. And so that's what I've been doing. I've made I've made two characters in that world now, and one was a dragonborn, and one was a uh, one was a halfling. And it's like those aren't races that I normally play as, but because of the 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 structure of the world and because of my knowledge of the world that was set up that would have been like a session zero setup thing. Like if I'd said like session zero, like I want to play as a tiefling, Cody would have been like, okay, but you just got to know that those are super rare and you know, you're going to be hunted down because of lore reasons and things like this. I would have been like, that's totally fine. In the original Tolaraxia, yeah, I did play as a tiefling and it was like, yeah, you're like one of like, there's like 20 of you in the whole world. And I, I came up yeah, with like, I, I came do. up with like, like I invented the lore of why tieflings existed in that, in that version of Tolaraxia because <laughs> I was like, because it's like, they're so rare. Like, why would they exist at all? And I was like, oh, I'll make up a reason why they existed. And then it was like, oh, that's going to actually be very important for like the lore of like the whole world going forward. And it was like, and I think that that kind of carried over, carried over into the current Tolaraxia. And like a, a lot of bit. a lot of, a lot of some of the things that I came up with for that character carried over more or less into the current Talraxia. But like knowing that, I was like, I'm not going to make a tiefling because like even though I would love to play like the tieflings well, that I like, fair, that party is also collecting tieflings at this point, which is mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. But <laughs> then it's like yeah, but knowing what I knew about the world, I wasn't going to make a tiefling because it's like. If I wanted to play as a tiefling, it would have been a specific tiefling that wouldn't have made sense in that world anyway, for one thing. And then for the other, it's like, they're super duper rare anyway, so if I were to make a new one, it would be like, okay, like, where did they come from? And, like, there's, like, one family of tieflings in the whole world. Like, where where the hell did this character come from? And it's like, I don't know, I I just made a thing. And that's the kind of stuff, that is the kind of stuff that you can avoid with that session zero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even, not even, you know, like we said, it's not it doesn't have to just be a session. You know, yeah. you can have this conversation. You can have a group text session zero. Time. Yeah. Session zero yeah. is over a course of time. It's as everybody's prepping for the game. It's as, you know, it could be as early as one of your people going, Hey guys, I'm thinking about running the game. This is my idea. That could be the start of your session zero. And mm-hmm. then it, you know, it may take a week or two or, you know, until it comes to actual playing, Cause you know, they have to prep stuff. You guys have to make your characters, however long it may be. But that whole time until that first session, that's what I consider a session zero is you guys should be talking. You should be, you should be, here's my story. You know, what books are we using? Are we allowed any pre-made, like a third party content? Can I use this homebrew stuff? Yeah. Can I use this cool ass weapon that I found from these guys called uh, tabletop totality? Like there's, there's all of this stuff that, um, especially as a player needs to get answered at that point in time, you know, am am I allowed to use some books that are like kind of canon, but not really like what are, what's our limitation here? How many times can the D how many times can the DM say no to using things from D and D wiki because it's broken (laughs) as hell, you know, like all these things are very important. One of, one of the most ambitious campaigns I was ever a part of, we had a session zero that went on for probably like two two months before the game took place, and we would get together frequently and we would eat pizza and talk about the game, and it was decided that there was going to be one primary DM, and then there was going to be two side quest DMs who would, after a chapter had wrapped up from the DM, one of the other guys would take over and run like a dungeon. Or like a two two nighter, 
to give the dungeon master a chance to play a character and also give him a chance to take some time to rebuild, you know, build the next chapter of the game. Mm-hmm. And the world was very specific to all of our characters because there was a great evil that was overthrown by members of, or by a team of heroes. And each of these heroes became like an archetype that orders sprung up around and kind of idolized these people. And mm-hmm. so when we picked our classes, we were actually picking an archetype of one of the heroes that had defeated that evil like mm. thousands of years ago. Yeah. So it was That's very involved cool. and we loved it and it worked really well up until we included other people into the game who didn't mesh with what we had going on, who didn't mesh with that original story, who didn't, you know, just mesh with our group even. Yeah. And it kind of blew up. You know, it, it, it was the death of the campaign. And that's another reason, like, that's another really important reason to have that session zero because everything yeah. was great with the group we had. And then we just added a little bit too much to it. Yeah. And we sunk the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, bloat was, and if we had, bloat was if definitely we had... a problem with that. But, like, also, like, yeah, like, getting together with people and discussing this is what the game is, this is what the setting is come up with something that matches the setting, you know, and then you, then they present it to you before they start playing. And then you go, this is cool. Change this, or this is cool. Like perfect. You did it good. Like, and not, and not change this, but like, what can you do with this aspect of your character to make it fit more into my world? Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of thing. Cause like everybody kind of has to be a little bit flexible when it comes to when you join a game late, you kind of have to be a little bit flexible about like what you're willing to do because it's like, you're joining into a pre-existing world already that like you well, so much yeah so much is already yeah. accomplished yeah, or, yeah, you've, or built, established, you've, you yeah you've established so much that it's like you can't just come in and be like well my space pirate is coming into your dungeons and dragons game and it's like there aren't space pirates in this game what are you talking about it's like no this guy's a space pirate it's, it's all all he has to be is a space pirate no those are, like can you do anything to not make him a space pirate and if not if no then it's like well then maybe this isn't the game for you yeah. But if they can make adjustments and be like, okay, well, they're like a sea pirate, and they, you know, have <laughs> have some have like a gun that isn't like in the world anywhere else because they come from another land where guns exist or something like that. Like then, yeah, that that's fine. That's a fine yeah. like like in between thing if if the DM allows it. But like, you know, that that's sort of like another example of like that's sort of like a session zero for that is like figuring out where like. What character a new a new person can bring in, and then like kind of like making it work its way into the world that you've already established. Oh yeah, no. So like, I I think that's that's pretty much the biggest thing. You know, session zeros they're for your you as the overlord. They're for all of your players. You know, if you one of the one of the best things I think uh, I've I've seen done and done myself is, you know, if you have a world map, if you already have this design thing, which sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, sometimes you're creating it all together is give that world map out, you know, mm-hmm. say, Hey, this is, you know, I have ideas for this area, this area, and this area, everything else is up for grabs. You guys can make whatever you want as players for the history of these areas, but yeah. no, the overarching theme is this. And if two people come from the same area, you both have to work it out. You know what I mean? And that, that is like really cool because yeah. then they give you a little bit of a, 
of an idea of, all right, this is what I'm thinking this is. It might not be fully fleshed out. It doesn't need to be. It just needs to be backstory level. And now, yeah. boom, things are being developed. People are already now being drawn into the world. You have easy grabs for them. And that's what's so important as an overlord for Session Zero is it's the first attempt to hook your players into that world to hook those characters to make sure everything flushes well instead of just saying hey there's this big overlord well all of our characters actually hate this world so we're fine with it we're just gonna keep you know well guys that wasn't well nope that's what we're doing so right for that and it's like well all right yeah (laughs) yeah that's yeah that's actually a really cool like a really cool way to do it like i was saying before like if i had been playing tolerax well character didn't exist when tolerax started but it's like if i if i wanted to play my tiefling character that i want to play it's like they're a very specific tiefling. They come from like a plate, like a place that I've established already that doesn't exist in Tolaraxia and couldn't be anywhere because in Tolaraxia, Tolaraxia is the only continent on the world, and it's like it wouldn't fit in there. Like it wouldn't make sense to put that place in there. But like you know, and it's like session zero would be the time to sort of make that work. But like even then, it's like I, I wouldn't really think that they would work in that world anyway. Yeah. But like that's kind of the thing. Um, but yeah, going back to, uh, something like, like Cody had talked about, like, like horror stories from like Crispy's Tavern and things like that. Like I've listened to a lot of those and like another thing that we kind of have briefly touched on with this is that session zero is also kind of a place to figure out like comfort levels for stuff, like based on like the content of the games. Cause I've heard a ton of horror stories where it's like, they don't discuss anything. They go into, they go into a game without doing a session zero or even with doing a session zero where people talk about things that they're comfortable with or uncomfortable with. And it's like, like there's stuff that people throw into these campaigns or character characters that people play that make other people very uncomfortable just based on the actions that they're doing. Yeah. No, I just, I just think the biggest thing like is, you know, make sure everybody's comfortable with what's going on. Everybody understands the world that's going on yeah. when they first start off it. And some people can get, you know, misaligned and stuff like that. But uh, there's always tons of different things we can touch on for Session Zero. It's, it is a huge topic. It's a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. And every Session Zero is going to be different. You know, it's... Each session zero is not going to follow the same pattern. You can't just have one set. Oh, here's my to-do list for session zeros. It's going to change. It's going to manipulate to whatever you need it to. Yeah. Um, For your groups, for your players, for what campaign you're running. Pre-maids still do a session zero. Mm-hmm. That is a huge one. They A lot of people I know who will DM it. Um, they'll just grab it. You know, they'll be the overlord. They'll just grab that book and just run with it, but they don't explain anything that, mm-hmm. that whole book has its own lore. It has its own yeah. understanding of things yeah. that should have its own session zero. That is what well, you hope it most... does. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, you hope it does. But that's, <laughs> that's one of those things that like tying into that world is crucial because the pre-made pulls off of that a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, I I had that experience where I ran a couple sessions for Storm King's Thunder. Yeah. And you know, I ran it with like your brother and with Frank as players, yeah. and Sean was a player as well. And I started mentioning things like you know they knew Waterdeep, right? Yeah. But when I started mentioning like a lot of like the political aspects, like what's going on like between the cities, like Neverwinter and and Waterdeep and everything on the Sword Coast, 
they, they didn't know what the hell I was talking about. And neither, yeah. really, neither did I because we never played in the Sword exactly. Coast. We always made yeah. our own worlds, mm-hmm. you know? So at, at a certain time, it was like, okay, like, they're like, well, what is, what is this? Why is it like that? And then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, searching through the yeah. book because so i don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so that could be helpful to have you know just to sit down and be like do we want to run it in this world or, yeah. or what you know yeah. and yeah and a session zero for that could even be like like hey guys i'm planning on running this this thing and hearing people say like like it's like hey guys i want to i want to run this pre-made and then have like two people be like i already played through that pre-made i don't want to play through it again and then it's like, okay, well then, I guess we'll play something else, you know. Like, and I also think, I, I think probably one of the last things I'd like to touch on is I think we we did say rulings, but I think it's a good idea at your session zero to talk about any house rules that maybe yes. you have. Like, yeah. I always allow one reroll per, one per session. Per session, yeah. You yep. know, and yeah. I, I think there's certain things like that that you know should be established. Like, do you deal with flanking? Do you, you know? Yeah. How do yeah. you deal with this? How do you deal with that? It's yeah. Right. All yeah. And even death work rules. in your game. How do you death work in your game? Because yeah. that's a huge thing. And that, that'll that'll make or break a campaign right there. Somebody's mm-hmm. character bites it and they expect, well, shit, my friends are going to resurrect me. You know, yeah. they're going to bring me back. And the DM's like, oh, that can't be done here. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't exist in my world. Yeah. And even like, yeah. And even like rules on like character creation. Like, are we doing like, are you doing like a point by or are you doing, yeah. are you doing like right. you roll four and drop the lowest? Like, are generic, there any bonuses? Just yeah, the, there, base, yeah. the base, yeah, base layout or whatever. Yeah, like, are you, layout. are there any bonuses? Like, I remember like one of our old house rules was like everybody gets like a magic item or whatever at character yeah. creation. And it's like, is there anything like that? You know, stuff like that is like good to have a session zero to at least go over that. And then from there be like, Oh, also like, yeah. Explain like what you're doing, what your rules are for character creation. And then be like home, like home, like house rules. And then like, what's allowed, what isn't allowed, like, like, and then like go from there and be like, what is everybody sort of planning on doing? It's, it's a good time to figure out uh, party, uh, party layouts and things like that to see like who wants to play what, you know, get everything all kind of set up in that way and then go over like, you know, like aspects of the game that, well, you know, people it's really are comfortable kind of one with. Of your, like, it's really kind of one of your last chances to, as the party, maybe like make some decisions like not mm-hmm. meta, you know, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. like, hey, like this person's going to be our combatant. This person is going to be yeah. our healer. Exactly. You know? Um, whereas once you're kind of in the game, you know, you're like, oh, maybe you should take this level because then you yeah. can do this. Like it's a little, it's different. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's no, it yeah, is. it's a way to create a balanced party before you start playing, so you're not all wizards or whatever. Yeah. But I think I think we could, you know, we can continue to kick this bone pony around. Why would you? Why would you kick a bone? Why would you kick a bone pony? Already a dead horse, dingus. <laughs> He got I hate you. that. He got I hate you. that. I, I set you up you on really that one. They're not dead. They're not like dead. T-ball, baby. You were right there. That's true. <laughs> they are actually a magical being. Um, yeah. From whatever. Whatever. Yeah, they're not so. dead. No, they didn't. Yeah, they're just, they, did. they did. They just are creatures that happen to look like skeletons. Whatever. But they aren't actually dead. Stuff. Yeah, did. well. Yeah. And, and, and one of our previous partners... Mm. <laughs> Goodbye, <Frankie. laughs> But anyway, we could talk 
way further. There's so many things to cover, but this is just your baseline. This is this is what you know how important session zero is to anything you are going to run. Any really, you could put session zero into board games or anything like that. There's yeah, you, well, you know you what know, I mean. But, but Neil just, and I go ahead, Cody. Well, Neil and I, we both do construction. You know, yeah. like we this we is, do construction. This is your tailgate sessions. This is yeah. This is your tailgate session. But not only that, this is your foundation. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a good foundation, no matter what you build, is going to have problems. Oh, if your yeah. foundation sucks, yeah. So it's, it's really die. important to do that. Just going to crumble. And <laughs> you crumble, mold, randomly, stanky basement, randomly combust yeah. and explode. Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. all options now. Because yeah, you didn't lay a good foundation. You did that. You screwed that up. You, you had a chance. Not any of our bone ponies, though, because they're going to now know. Session they're gonna Zero. Know. They're going to say, wow, I listened to these guys for two whole seasons, and they finally talked about Session Zero. I know. Wow. Everybody was talking about it in Season 1. Yeah, yeah we kept talking about it. Yeah. Well, like, not it's even really just like important, us. really important, everybody. Yeah, yeah it's like, extremely important. Everybody's That's why we're talking about it in Season 2, Episode 5. <laughs> Well, because we want to drag you out, we want to get you here, get you this good yeah. stuff. You know, you yeah. can't you can't bring a horse to water and force it to drink, but you could lead a sure. bone pony into session uh, season two. Yes, that's, so for sure. that's that is a saying. I believe Confucius yeah. said that. Yes, Confucius did say, um, that. He did say that. Yeah, but anyway, bone ponies, thanks for coming in. Make sure go to the stables below. Check out all of. Uh, all of the links as we talked about a bunch of different stuff. Make sure you go to all, and check out all of our stuff and then uh, keep those eyes and ears open. We got some big news coming uh, about the start of January, start of the new year. Um, oh, yeah. You'll be hearing about it here in less than it's the a, biggest. It's the biggest project we, we've been working on this thing for like two years now. Since the beginning. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah since the beginning. <laughs> and this thing is going to be awesome. And yeah, we really hope good. you're going to enjoy it. So Yeah, we're very excited about it. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, tell us about uh, what uh, what your Session Zero entails. Uh, if you thought that our advice helped you in any sort of way. and uh, If you yeah, thought our advice it. hurt you in any way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, right. if you're listening on any podcasts, you know, however they Spotify, they Anchor, you, iTunes. Yeah. Check yeah. them out and listen to us while you're in the car. We're worldwide. Indeed. All right, folks. Thank you very much. And have a good day. Thanks to all of our fans out in Germany and <laughs> Isle of Man. That's true. There's a lot of them. Yep. There's a lot of them out there. Nah, Get ranched. Get ranched up. Yeah. 2021.